Welcome to the Marxist Think Tank podcast, an attempt to look at the world from a class-conscious perspective and to build. Today, we sit down with Marxist Think Tank contributor, Sean Sanchez, as we talk about some of the things we're working on here and might work on in the future at the organization. But first, a look at last week's headlines. The outbreak of the coronavirus dominated headlines around the world last week. As of this podcast's recording, over 15,000 cases have arisen, with the vast majority being inside of China. The death toll stands at 362. More than 100 cases have been reported outside of China, with one death being recorded in the Philippines. The response from China has been swift. Two hospitals to treat patients were built in under 14 days. Social media footage has also shown Wuhan, empty, a nearly dead city. However, footage has also surfaced of residents shouting words of encouragement from balconies, cheering and partaking in patriotic singing. However, misinformation in Western countries has also brought an uptick of racist incidents, with some rights groups saying the disease is being used as an excuse for violence. January 31st marked Brexit Day, where, after nearly four years of parliamentary squabbling, Britain has left the European Union. Economists have said that there will be no immediate economic issues as there are certain stopgaps in place to stop the UK from crashing out of the Union. Reactions in England have spanned from jubilation to outright dread. Questions still remain on issues like Scottish independence and the Irish border. There is also concern that Boris Johnson's Conservative government will begin to privatise services. Attention by many groups has been drawn to the trade deal being made with the US, where concerns lie in whether there will be a sell-off of UK public services to US corporations. Thousands of protesters have rallied against over-policing of the New York City subway. Reports say that more than a thousand people swarmed Grand Central Station on Friday, demanding an end to the practice. Action included graffiti, jumping turnstiles, and chaining open emergency doors. There are even reports of protesters rendering fare boxes inoperable with the use of superglue. On top of the overuse of police to catch fare evaders, organizers also were demanding that transit be made free. Police vowed to crack down on protesters, but so far, complete details of any arrests made have not been released. Next, we will check in with Sean Sanchez to talk about the projects we at the Marxist Think Tank are planning. So, uh, welcome everyone. This is our interview with Sean Sanchez. Um, Sean Sanchez is from the MTT, is a member of the MTT, and uh, he is going to be talking to us today about, uh, of course, the MTT. Uh, welcome, Sean. Hey there. Hi there. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, Sean, if you don't mind, could you please just give a, an introduction, sort of who you are and uh, and uh, and what the MTT is? Um, yeah, so um, I'm from Seattle, Washington, Uh kind of your everyman, just uh, nothing special about me. I don't have a PhD in uh, Marxism. Um, I've never actually been with any of uh, any actual um, on-the-ground IRL uh, Marxist group or organization. So I've just kind of been a little bit alienated from actual organizing and just trying to figure everything out and then kind of stumbled upon um, Marxist groups on Facebook and ended up kind of accidentally making uh, MTT for okay. myself, basically. I see. 
So, so you say you're just a, a, a normal sort of working guy and, and from Seattle, is that right? Yeah, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty, pretty, uh, what is it? Like, a, trying to find the word, sorry. Just a normal working class guy, I don't know. <laughs> oh, uh, well, no, I was just trying to say uh, Seattle is like kind of, kind of like an international like stomping ground for like uh, tech entrepreneurs and whatnot. And it's just like being a uh, working class person at the bottom of that hierarchy is just like a weird it's its own like form of alienation. It's, it's, like, it's not the worst place to be, but it's kind of um, uh, just being working class and then not being able to even like uh, grapple onto like this huge like money palace basically. Mm. Um, and being outside of that, well, people from all around the world are like really climbing that ladder and involved in that world. It's just a weird feeling, but mm. um that maybe that has contributed to why I'm interested in Marxism to some degree. I don't know, but I'll throw that in there as well. Okay. Okay. So you, you mentioned there that you, you, you know, this environment and the, the way that you uh, started engaging with Marxism online led you to, to set up the MTT. So, so if you could maybe give me, give us some more details. So how did the, the MTT start? Um, I was born on the 4th of July. I think it was the 4th of July. Um, and, uh, there's just a button that was looking back at me for like maybe the last six months, maybe a year, even, um, just create a group. And I just kept on saying, no, I don't have the time to do a group if I were to start one. And I don't want to be, I don't want to be involved in anything at all at this time, but uh, I was just too bored, and I was like, there's just too much pilling about it. And then I just pressed uh, to create a group. I've been playing with the idea for a year. Um, basically, the MTT was just like, I don't have the brain power alone in myself to solve all the issues, obviously. Um, but like, I know there's a bunch of people that want to be involved in Marxist organizing, but there's not good organizations where they live. And they also feel like they are not a part of like whatever in-group you need to be to share your ideas, but they have good ideas nonetheless. And I was right there at that like uh, underserved uh, niche of people, Mm. that underserved demographic, myself wanting to share ideas, knowing I have like a million ideas, but nowhere to like put them. And then I was like, okay, well, I'll make this group for the people that I represent, whoever those people are. Probably not a lot of people, not, not a bunch of people but enough to like you know have the amount that we have right now and then uh so it serves it's it serves the market of people like me just kind of like still learning about marxism um maybe not even a specialist in any uh professional sense like maybe you're not an engineer but you have some engineering ideas Mm. um and the the way a lot of these ideas really came um a lot, of, a lot of the core of the idea that MTT came to fruition is from learning about CyberSign, mm-hmm. and uh, also learning about uh, TRIZ, which is a uh, is this, an algorithm for problem solving, basically. Mm-hmm. And those two ideas combined, just like I was like, okay, this makes a lot of sense. You know, ask people what their ideas are, and then teach them how to use TRIZ, maybe. Um, to basically get the ideas out and flesh them out and then solve problems, if that makes any sense. Uh, it, it does. So let me just recap this. So uh, you, you started the group, um, you know, sort of uh, feeling a bit maybe disenfranchised, a bit alienated, 
um, and and sort of having that button uh, start a group obviously on Facebook, uh, and you you did, and then people joined, and so it's it, that's how it started. So it's obviously very new. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. So early days, as you guys call it. Uh, yeah, I like the way I said early days. Uh-huh. Okay. And so, yeah, just if you could go into more detail, I think other MTT members have mentioned the cyber sin idea. If you could explain exactly your version of, of what is that cyber sin thing? Uh, okay. My my version of it, because I've only learned about it through like podcasting and uh, YouTube videos. I've read a little bit of Paul Talkshot's book, uh, Towards a New Socialism, but I have not finished all that. So, I'm learning as much about it as anybody else's, but basically it's um uh, kind of, uh, okay, I might get this wrong, so you could correct me if you need to, but uh, decentralized kind of communism, and it's a way of running a economic system um, through, I guess, back in the day, it was like through like uh, really simple computers, but uh, uh-huh. or maybe even fax machines, I believe, but right. basically running an economy in a decentralized way I think the the way I was relating that to uh, what's going on in the MTT is basically just really crudely and simply like, hey, here's a computer, mm-hmm. probably much more advanced than any of the computers they had in uh, Chile, right? Where Cyberspin was uh, set up to run, and then um, I was like, well, just simply put, like, how do we use the computers and the technology we have now to basically accomplish the same thing? And then taking Paul's ideas of like uh, kind of a direct democracy, bringing mm-hmm. know, the power to people through our technology we have currently, which is even more advanced than the advanced technology Paul was talking about when he wrote about mm-hmm. it in his book. Why, why, why don't we just try to do that with what we have? I mean, it's pretty simple thinking there you know it's just mm. here's this thing let's see what we could do mm. um and and speaking of that i could see a lot of problems with implementing any of it all of it but the other half of that is that we have a, a think tank we have people's brains that we could literally just juice ideas mm. to solve problems with mm. and uh with combining that with triz it's an unstoppable force i think right and so what is triz uh, I have the Wikipedia pulled up. Anytime I talk about anything, I'm not the expert here, but uh, I, I've read a Four Dummies book about it, which yeah. was pretty, which was pretty informative, uh, nonetheless, for a dummies book, but quite yeah. fitting. Uh, it's called. I'll try to say the full name here. Go ahead. Teoria Rechnia Isobretskik Zadok, which literally means. Um, Theory of the resolution of invention-related tasks, and it's a problem-solving analysis and forecasting tool derived from the study of patterns of uh, invention in the global patent literature. So what they did was they took a bunch of um, patent papers, like uh-huh. thousands and thousands, uh, and they tried to like abstract from it the way that patent would solve a problem, and um, they abstracted like a basically a matrix of uh, 40 in- inventive principles is what they okay. call it. I, and uh, yeah, you, you basically just apply your specific problem and abstract the basic problem from it and then use the 40 inventive principles 
to put it into those more abstract generalized um, terms and then uh -huh. turn around and then put it back into specific terms and specific ways of solving that. I don't know like why this is not used every place ever in the world. I think, you know, the new version of it's called design thinking, but uh -huh. Triz is basically the start of this as far as I know. Right. So it, it, it's a it's a, uh, a sort of technique to examine problems and then has these fundamental principles to understand, uh, to evaluate a problem and then develop solutions to a specific problem based on those principles. Yeah, yeah. And it's like any person looking to solve a problem, which is like the more, most of what we have to do in anything really, but like in, in uh, you know, any Marxist organizing, mm -hmm. like we have. Mm -hmm. A long list of problems that we need to solve, and we need to like find a way to like um, to optimize the use of our minds to actually go about doing that. I don't I don't understand why this is. It, it behooves me as to why it's not like used everywhere, or more Marxists aren't talking about it. But maybe they're just as lost as I was, and yeah, uh, I just stumbled upon it one day through actually. Right. I don't know. I was listening to a lot of books about um, business process management because I was working out my uh, cousin's bagel factory. And I was just like, just so fucking thrown about how like unorganized and how inefficient everything was that I was just like going crazy as to like why I, I just couldn't imagine why they put me in a corner to clean these dishes for them. And then I'm like solving all these problems in my head. Like, well, if you solve this here, you're going to create more problems down the line. So you have to like find like the, the larger bottom line of like what to fix and how to tweak it. So it doesn't create more problems. So then I started learning about business process management stuff and, uh, uh, all sorts of stuff like that. I read a stack of books on that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and I that's where I stumbled across trees. So it sounds to me actually putting it all together, just sort of the, the, the group, uh, the MTT was set up, there's almost two parts to it, you know, sort of you were stumbling into yeah. Marxism, you were feeling alienated by, you know, being uh, somewhere at the sort of bottom of this pyramid of a, of a massive uh, tech industry in Seattle there. Uh, but also, you were coming Marxist across literature. I, I was I felt like at the bottom of like, you know, interacting with like a lot of um, trots. Like they have a, this hierarchical like way of going about like, oh, you have to know everything before you can even speak. And it was just like, well, I don't really necessarily believe that should be that way. You're gonna alienate a lot of your potential like you know demographic doing that. So I felt mm. alienated from Marxism and involving mm. myself in Marxism in that way too as well. So that's why yeah. I would like the democratic structure of the MTT as well, asking people directly for their ideas, even if they're not at the top of whatever industry or have a PhD in being a Marxist. Gary, so, so again, another layer to that too. So on top of being alienated in the sort of immediate social and economic conditions, you also felt that a lot of the, the whatever you want to call them, sort of Trotskyists or, or sort of university and academic-based Marxists that you were coming across were were also alienating. They were not accessible to you and you wanted to try and, as well as coming across this Triz thing, um, you realized that you wanted to create something that was more accessible to, to yourself and others. And by extension, others, because I can't be the only one like myself, you know? Right. You can't be the only one that feels this way about Marxism and um, their current economic conditions. Okay, so I, I guess that sort of touches into the, the the why, so the why you set it up. So alienation and coming across these tools and wanting to try and improve uh, and use this thinking to create solutions. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, 
there's so much to it but like it was just a stew boiling in my and that's why i am totally add about it when i answer it <laughs> it's hard to go about it in one direction yeah there's a lot of stuff but essentially yeah in so many words alienation and just trying to bypass that alienation right so so i guess this this is why people should join because because uh if they feel alienated if they feel like they want to do something they can join or contribute towards mtt is, is that why people should join Yes, and whatever other reason you can think of. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's probably things we're not accounting for, and that's a part of the MTT. It's like, well, wh- what else do you have in mind? So, yes, yeah, so it goes past alienation, but also, uh, as you just said, so it's it seems to be quite a it's a constantly moving thing. It's 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 a so people can join if they have a, a particular problem in their local circumstance. Uh, whether they need a, they have to get something fulfilled, a need, they can do it. They can join and and present that issue. A hundred percent. Okay. And so, so I guess that does. How is the MTT currently run? Uh, so we have the steering committee, right? Well, I, I, you can help me answer this as well. It's like uh, basically just the steering committee and um, I guess like democratic, direct democracy. We're still trying to. Th- figure stuff out basically but um we had elections for this um they weren't perfect but we did our best to make sure they were as fair as possible and uh and in the future when we have more elections um we'll try to smooth things out so everybody feels a little more involved i felt like obviously only the top contributors were really involved in in the voting and uh, running for election but in the future hopefully um there will be more involvement and uh, the way it's run, I don't know. I give everybody else, I give everybody else on the committee, steering committee, uh, credit for everything that's been done so far. Uh, I I am lost as to what to do myself. I've never done any of this kind of stuff, so hmm. it's a master class in learning how to organize and putting a website together. Like you guys, have, this podcast is an, an amazing idea. It's Mm-hmm. all behooves me that any of it got done and it did so you guys can tell me how it's run i don't know <laughs> <laughs> all right okay that's that's good um so uh, democratic principles it's it's got a steering committee um and obviously we you know you I suppose the mtt will be having more elections as we grow with more members okay uh, and and what projects does the mtt have at the moment um i know that some of our listeners will know about uh, paul's project um, you can, of course, give us more details on that if you wish. But uh, what other projects might we have at the moment? So, I mean, just a, a five green year plan is the one I can think of, like right off the bat. I want to get everybody to participate in that in whatever way possible. But it's just such a particular thing that he's looking for, a certain set of skills that he's looking for, um, that it's hard to involve everybody in something like that. Hmm. But what we can do is like, you know, OK, I set up a I set up the um, the uh, um, propaganda think tank, coinciding our whatever we have going on right now as to match our need to actually uh, get people on board to actually join the projects themselves. We also need to coincidingly build up an outreach program and get more people involved altogether. So I thought my particular bullshitties set of skills is perfectly good for the propaganda effort on that end of things and there's a lot of people online that 
are more involved in that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I put the propaganda effort together to see, to first off analyze and learn about propaganda, but then hopefully we could turn around and use those ideas for outreach and to get more people involved in something like Paul Kochot's idea with the mm-hmm. five green year plan. Well, okay. I per- one of the personal projects that I do want to put forward though is going back to trees. Uh, I want to like teach everybody if I can. And I know people don't have a lot of time in the day or I don't know if they see the utility in such a stupid thing, but it really is one of those ideas that like changes everything. Is tr- Teach everybody about how to use trees and maybe some general, like maybe a green belt in uh, basic uh, project management ideas. So like everybody involved can get like a, I don't know, some fake certificate and then turn around and become tutors themselves to help other people onboarding. <laughs> and then just teach everybody these methods so they could like utilize their ideas to like the maximum capacity. Uh, what other projects could people bring in? I mean, could you give us some examples? I mean, well, let, me, let me present one to you. So could, let's say someone wants to um, make, uh, produce clothing for themselves um, yeah. using sort of Marxist uh, production uh, understanding. Would would they do? Would they be able to do that through the MTT? Could someone fill a local real need like that through the MTT, or or begin that process within the MTT? I like I really like concrete um, projects like this. Like, can we get like a real a hundred percent physical product or physical service or something actually mm-hmm. accomplished through this? Because that's really the test of all this. Because you can talk about organizing and teaching people stuff, but the actual Material production is really important. Sorry to uh, put that. No, no, that's not a sidetrack. Go, go ahead. So, so yeah. So, do you think that could be done through the MTT? I think so. Like, I've never thought about it, but that specific thing is a great, great project. I would love that. Um, What do do you mean, like through like uh, local fabrication through like 3D printers, maybe sharing um, blueprints for stuff like that, or do you mean more like uh, hands-on traditional ways of producing stuff? Well, I mean, it's just a, it's just an example, just a, a test. But uh, I suppose if people wanted to do it, you could. I suppose they would have to source the material from somewhere, and if it was Marxist-inspired, I suppose you would want to get the materials from a worker-owned institution. So whether it's I don't know Cuban cotton or um, a, a co-op that's in a, comp- a place that can farm their own cotton, uh, I suppose you would go through those steps. Um, there's a lot to examine, okay. but I. Yeah. I'm, I'm asking you, do you think the MTT could muster and, and organize something like that? I I mean, let's just back up a bit. What What is the MTT? It's just more brains than a single brain working on a thing. So I would say pretty much any damn thing is possible, but people don't have time. So we have to really refine what our uh, what, what project, projects we think are important. If we mm-hmm. find that to be an important project, um, that, and we can get the the brains and the resource of time behind it, uh, and then yeah, any anything is possible through this. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, brilliant. So, um, what do you think the MTT needs right now? I, I mean, I'm so busy just doing this stupid project that I keep on talking about, um, but it, it really needs some at least one person at this time just to like put in the commitment and actually um, 
well, I don't know. I'm so lost as to. And actually, what's sorry? Uh, you, you broke off for a second there, and, and actually, do what's right? I'm a little lost myself as to what specifically needs to be done because I'm learning. I'm learning these things as I'm going, but uh, I think more of an outreach. Number one, uh, more of an outreach just just to get the basic numbers. Like at least two thousand people on board would probably be the number of people we need to just get anything really trucking. But how many people does the MTT have right now? I think it's like five hundred and forty people. It's not a lot, but mm-hmm. it is. People involved, like to me, seem like exactly the people I would would hope would be interested in the thing. Like everybody on board is like a pretty brilliant person in their own right so far that I've met, and and even the bullshitters like myself, like they're like motivated people and they're like gregarious people. Like so, everybody involved is like just the best person you could ask for to join such a thing. At these numbers, though, even even the best people probably isn't enough to just get any one thing off the ground because going back to uh, Paul Cockshot's thing, like he needs like something very specific for his project. Mm. And so maybe, maybe the problem would be outreach to get people that we need for specific projects on board with our project. Um, And maybe, maybe part of the pool would be that, uh, that enough people are already on board enough to, um, find this is an interesting project mm. that they would want to be involved with it as well. It's like, you know, um, like uh, the, the, the line outside of a club kind of attracts more customers just because mm. it looks popular. That's kind of really oversimplified way of thinking about it, but I think that might be it. But you can correct me if I'm wrong on that because I, mm-hmm. I don't really know. Um, <laughs> what, what needs to be, to answer your specific question, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Oh. And I'm learning and... I pose these questions to the MTT. I try to ask as directly and frankly as possible what needs to happen because I don't have the answers. Uh, I don't. I've never organized before, so mm. I have to reach out to the network and 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 mm. pull from your guys' brains. What are these answers? And mm. and I encourage other people to ask as well because I'm not. Us five and the steering committee are not like the be all end all. Like we need help, obviously. Mm. I see. So, so it sounds to me like it's it needs members. It needs people to to join and contribute. And and I suppose coupling that with what you mentioned earlier, the the fact that it is was born out of alienation and born out of a uh, out of um sort of a working class guy wanting to try and do something. It needs more people just to join and contribute in any way they can. It needs the the line outside the front, as you say. Well, let me turn around. Can I ask you what you think might need to be? Because you've organized before. I mm-hmm. think you would know a little better than I. Um, mm-hmm. or, or you might have some insight that I don't. What, what do you think? Right. Um, obviously, my, my experience, my, 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 um, my organized experience has been, you know, within a sort of more physical space. Um, but, yeah, membership is, is, is important to anything like this. Uh, and I, I do think that is fundamental. You know, you need to get people to... Yeah. rally around an issue and start contributing uh, and obviously membership fees are an important thing too people need to put in the in their in their membership dues and once you gain that momentum just with a few people even to 10 people contributing you, you you start quickly having more spare resources more surplus to to put into stuff that then gathers more and you sort of slowly ratchet these things up uh, and then right. people get more excited i guess but um yeah 
I'm sorry, I had to interrupt. I couldn't help myself. Uh, yeah, you know what? I totally forgot. I forget everything. Uh, you guys got to remind me sometimes. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, I, that's exactly what. So I was on on the money a little bit, uh, which is the matter is money. Is that uh, yeah, we need more people to join our organization to join to become members because it, at the end of the day, we need material resources to actually build this mm-hmm. thing up. So forgot that aspect of it. And now I remember 100% why I started the propaganda effort is because of the outreach issue, right? I get so stuck in the weeds sometimes. I just, uh, I don't know. Don't worry. And then, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's that's basically it, I think, would be the start of the issue. But it's not the end of the issue. There's so much shit that needs to happen. But I'm, so members are happy, to do it. I'm happy to do all of it. Yeah, okay, I see. So so how, how can people join or, or help the MTT? Join and help. Um, well, yeah, I think uh, you broke off. I think you broke off. Let me just ask that one again. So, so maybe just focus on the, the the first part. So, how can people join the MTT? You can join on Facebook. Uh, we're going to be broadening out to different platforms as well. But for now, Facebook is a good way to um, come on board uh, to interact with, with us directly until we've actually um, jumped onto those other platforms or broadened out to those other platforms. And then the way to help, uh, just ask for right now, just help me like post post questions, just ask questions to the rest of everybody else. Cause the more people ask, the more people answer, the more engagement we can get, which is sounds kind of silly, but it, it, it is important to keep the thing moving is just to show like, a show of force, just like people being interested. And uh, I, I kind of post sometimes just out of like wanting to keep things moving forward. But uh, sometimes there's some like a genuine like um, posting frenzy happens around one thing or another. And it's really enlightening and really interesting to watch that development turn into all sorts of different things. Um, okay. And the, the, the main thing, though, I would think is uh, if somebody can help me come up with a way to assess ideas, like a system of assessing ideas, or if there's already like a, there's things called epistemic idea evaluation or something like that. Uh, like, I, I don't know if that's the best route, but like we could just find a way to evaluate ideas and then to prioritize them and make that as democratic as possible. Uh, that, that would be the first step towards doing anything because there's a lot of ideas right now. We need to figure out how to prioritize them. That's secondary to uh, also just getting people on board. So besides that, tell five friends to join the MTT. Mm-hmm. Five or ten friends per person would like increase our numbers pretty significantly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, that's great. So people need to join and people need to contribute and it sounds like there's a lot of ideas going on. So Triz and uh, Cybersyn and uh, Paul Cockshot's work. So um, anyone listening? Yeah, join, uh, become a member, contribute, and uh, perhaps you can help us or help Paul, uh, sorry, not Paul, Sean, with these ideas, um, developing yeah, these yeah. ideas. Yeah, and Paul, of course, yeah. So uh, thank you very much, Sean, for, for joining us today. Okay, thank you. And that is it for our podcast this week. You can catch the MTT podcast every Monday. To support or join the Marxist Think Tank, you can access our Patreon below. Your support allows us to remain independent. For news tips or to get in touch with us, 
email admin at marxistthinktank.org. Special thanks to music and post-production by Sean Sanchez. This podcast has been produced by Reggie Truman, and I am Oscar Bastille. Thank you for listening.